0: You are listening to episode number 54 of the Secondary Science Simplified podcast. Y'all, it has been a year of the podcast. I cannot believe that just this time last year, I had just finished recording my trailer, which took me no less than 20 tries because I kept being so afraid that I was breathing too loud or talking too fast. And I was anxiously writing up outlines to record my very first episodes. I had no idea what would come of the podcast, but I was just excited to use it as a new way to reach and serve secondary science teachers. And now here we are, one year and 50 plus episodes later. It has been one of the most fun things I have done in this business so far, and I'm just so grateful to each and every one of you who has listened and shared the podcast Y'all are truly the reason I take the time to put these episodes together, and it really makes my day every time I get a DM from you about an episode or with a request for a future episode topic. So keep those coming. I wanted to finish out this first year of hopefully many years of the Secondary Science Simplify podcast by sharing a roundup of my favorite podcast episodes from the year. So these are a combination of my personal favorites, but also your favorites based on the most listened to episodes. And what was really cool is that a lot of my favorites also were yours. There was a ton of overlap there. And if you missed any of these I will link them all in the show notes so that you can make sure to go back and give them a listen. All right, so let's do a yearly roundup of the top five secondary science simplified episodes for 2022. And think of this like an old school VH1 end of year wrap up episode. Okay, that's what we're going to do. Let's jump in. Okay, so when looking at the top five episodes of the year, again, the two things I took in consideration were the stats based on the most listened to episodes by y'all, and then also just my personal favorites. And what was so interesting to me was the overlap. Four out of the five overlapped with each other before I even looked at the stats and I was thinking of my favorites. And so I found that really, really interesting. And I'm excited to share these with you because it's cool to see that what I really enjoyed you did too. And so the first episode I want to highlight in our top five is episode number four, which was engaging your students within the first five minutes of class. Y'all, I love this episode because it's one of my very first ones, but it's all about one of the things that I'm the most passionate about, which is how you spend the beginning of your class period. I have always referred to this time in your class period as the prime time because I think it is the most important part of your class period. I even call my bell ringers that I've created, I call them prime times because it's taking up that first five minutes. And I believe they are my most effective engagement tool and classroom management tool in terms of how I start my class and the energy we begin every single class period with. And like I said, even though this is one of my very first episodes I ever did, it's still one of my favorites because I just so desperately want every teacher to take advantage of the first five minutes of their class period. And I feel like this is such a simple strategy for it. Here is a clip from that episode. I truly believe that the most important time of that class period is the first five minutes. It helps so much procedurally if your students know that they come in They sit down and they get started right away. Prime times get my students settled and focused and thinking about my subject ready to learn within the first five minutes, which really sets us up for success with the other remaining 50 or 85 minutes that I have left with students, depending on if you're on a traditional or block schedule. It really is such a practical episode and one you can put into practice day one of your second semester. So if you haven't already, give that episode a listen. It'll be linked in the show notes alongside two blog posts I have all about supporting you and implementing prime times. And if you've never done something like this before, after your mid-year break is the perfect time to start something new if you haven't yet. So I highly encourage trying that. The second episode I want to highlight is episode 19. It was collaboration, classroom management, career changes, and more with guest Jamie Whitlock. So when I started this podcast, I was honestly the most nervous about doing guest interviews. I was thinking, you know, what if no one wants to be on the podcast? What if I'm a terrible interviewer and conversationalist? Like, What if the interview just turns out awkward and I don't want to share it with anyone else? And I just am so grateful that I was so lucky this year with my guest interviews. I got to interview 90% of the people that I asked, said yes, and I ended up just enjoying that time talking to each of my guests so much. I'm going to link all of the guest interviews in the show notes, but this is one I specifically wanted to highlight because Jamie is one of my favorite teachers of all time. I wasn't her student, but I did get to be her coworker, and we taught the same classes my first few years in the classroom, and I just learned so much from watching how she taught and how she was incredibly impactful in a lot of the things that she does, and they have really changed how I do the things that I do and the things that I did when I was in the classroom full-time. She's really impacted the teacher that I am today, and honestly, I just love this interview because I love her. But again, like I said, it's not the only reason. She just shares amazing advice. And I think especially for new science teachers, I honestly could have talked to her for hours. And I think she's going to be one of those guests I just have to bring back because there's so many more things I could have asked her. I also especially appreciated her advice about working in PLCs because that is something that can be really challenging for a lot of teachers. Listen to this clip from the episode to hear what I mean. Even if the people in your group don't work exactly the way you do, or you don't see eye to eye in those moments. And something that I've had to learn and I wasn't always great at at the time was really listening and trying to find common ground, because no matter what differences you bring to the table, if you're teaching the same subject or the same classes, there's going to be some common ground there. And I think you have to start with that and all agree On what you're all going to do together and then respectfully agree on what you're going to do separate. Now, that is just a small tidbit of the goodness that she shared. And honestly, I really want to interview her again. So I hope we can make the time to do that because she just has so much wisdom. So if you haven't already, give her episode a listen and let me know if you want to hear from her again. And if so, what questions would you have specifically for Jamie? I would love to know so that I can ask her those questions. Okay, that's our top two so far. Number three I wanted to highlight is episode number 33, which is five mistakes to avoid at the beginning of the year. This was one of my favorite episodes to record because I love all things procedures and routines and organization. I said back in episode 50, which was the Ask Me Anything episode, someone had asked like if I wasn't in teaching or curriculum writing, you know, what would I do? And I said I would want to work for the home edit and go into people's houses and organize them and set up systems for them because I just... I thrive on routines and systems, and so I love this episode, and you all loved it too. This was the second most downloaded and listened to episode of the year, so even those episodes that I did back in January that have had 12 months to be listened to, this one came out in August, and yet in that short period of time, it's the second most downloaded and listened to episode. And so what is covered in this episode is I share five mistakes that I used to make in my classroom that I want you to not make. I want you to learn from my heirs. And while these five things are best to be avoided from the very beginning of the school year, that doesn't mean you can't make changes now. It's always harder to do mid-year, but it is very doable, and I find that the mid-year break is a really natural time to make some changes in your classroom, and I think these changes and these mistakes to avoid are really worth it. Here's a clip from this episode about how important it is to avoid grading everything, to decrease your workload, but to also change the way that your students are motivated to work in your classroom. Let's give it a listen. From the very beginning of the school year, set the tone, train your students that you are not going to grade everything. Let them know from day one that every single thing they do will not be collected and graded. Teach them that the instructional resources that you utilize are to encourage learning the material, not simply rewarding the points for every single thing they complete. Let's not train our students that they'll always be getting a grade for this. I know if you're like me, you know your students are always like, are we getting a grade for this? Let's start from the beginning by training them to be more intrinsically motivated rather than extrinsically. Again, that is just one tiny piece, but if you want to hear more about my mistakes and how you can start fresh this semester not making them yourself, be sure to give episode 33 a listen. Now, I said that that was the second most listened to episode by y'all, but what was the top most? The number one most downloaded and listened to episode was episode number 35, which was competency, classroom management, teaching chemistry, and more with guest Zach Mattson. Y'all, I was just so tickled that this was the most downloaded episode of the year by you all because this is by far my favorite episode too, because I interviewed my very own high school chemistry teacher, Zach Matson. And I'm going to be honest, I have never been more nervous for an episode and for an interview. But I ended up having just such a natural conversation with him. I truly could have talked to him for hours. We got cut off because my babysitter had to leave that was watching my kids. But I'm already planning, like I already emailed him just before I started recording this to see if he will come back in the spring because I'm planning a series that I think he has a lot of wisdom to share on. So I'm hoping he's going to come back. I asked him to do this episode, though, specifically because I wanted him to share advice for new chemistry teachers, and he for sure delivered advice on that, but he also just covered so many other great things, too. I also just think he's hilarious, and I laughed so much during this interview and even listening back to it afterwards. I just continue to learn so much from him, even now nearly two decades after having him as my high school teacher, and I just hope that you will, too. And something else I really love that he brought to the table, which isn't just for new chemistry teachers, it's just for new teachers in general, is this clip from the episode that I'm going to have you listen to now. I tell new teachers, it's like, look, all these things I'm about to say don't matter. All right. There's really only two things that matter, especially starting out. Focus on one or two things and trying to improve at a time, one of which being make it through the year. All right. And you'll hear me say this again. And I know this type of thing is offensive to people. You're going to suck. When you start a topic or a content area, or even at a new school, you're going to suck. And that's life. And the reality is no one cares. All right. So like when I'm looking at, you know, spacing or font sizes on a handout, I'm going to give a kid that shouldn't even remotely be on your radar. No, no one cares. Like you should be focused on, I'm going to make it through today (laughs) and it's tough. And maybe it's not going to go the way I want it to, but mental note that can be fixed later. Y'all, he encourages me, he challenges me, and he just makes me laugh. I love just the permission and then also the perspective that he gives in this episode. If you missed it, you can learn from my favorite teacher ever by checking out episode 35, which I'll link in the show notes. And then last but not least, I wanted to share it in the top five episodes, this is one that I really enjoyed recording, but then also when it came out several weeks later after I recorded and I was listening back to it, I was like... I need to hear this. (laughs) Like this is a message that I need. And this is episode 38, which was a beginning of the year pep talk. And this wasn't in y'all's like top five. I mean, it had, you know, a very normal amount of downloads and listens and all that. But I just found that I had to throw this in the top five because I think if you missed it, this is one really worth going back to listen to, especially if you need some encouragement. So many of you just messaged me back in the fall telling me you were just down and not motivated for the school year to start. And so that's where this kind of pep talk episode came from. And I loved doing this because it was my chance to cheer you on and encourage you, but also to give you practical permission just to do things differently this school year for the sake of yourself and for the sake of the people in your lives, your family. If you feel down and out this school year, especially going into a second semester, and you're like, I don't know how I'm going to rally the energy for this, here is a clip from that episode that will hopefully encourage you. Your students need you to show up every day and love and care for them in your subject matter. That is it. They don't need a perfect teacher. They don't need an Instagram-worthy classroom. They don't need 100 opportunities to show what they know in your graded assignments. What they do need is for you to care for them and to you to pass on some skills to help them be contributing members of society one day. That's it. Now, if you need more encouragement while you recover over this winter break from first semester and you know try to gather and muster up that energy for another half of the school year, I really encourage you to give this episode a listen. I really, really hope that, It gives you a little pep in your step and it gives you that permission, like I said, that you don't need from me. But sometimes I feel like we need to hear from someone else. All right, y'all, that's it. Your and my top five favorite episodes of the year. Y'all, I cannot tell you how fun it has been to join you on your commutes to school this past year and, you know, to be in your ears while you're washing dishes. And I just hope you will continue to let me do that in 2023 as well. And if you have enjoyed this podcast, the greatest gift you could give me this year would be if you left a review wherever it is that you listen to podcasts. I cannot tell you how much it encourages me when I see those reviews pop up. And it also helps other teachers find the podcast and know if it's worth them listening to. So I would love for you to leave a review. And last thing, if you have not already, be sure that you are on my email list. You can do that at com slash winter. And when you join through that link, you get four free winter high school science activities. So they're winter themed. They're specifically written for high school science. And you can do them in January when you get back. It's like a fun way to transition back into the school year. So you can grab them at that link. But when you're on that link, and you join, you're now then on my list. And this is important because next week is the once a year cheer for the new year event. I do this every year, the first week in January, and it is a week of daily deals on Instant Rocket Sense resources. And it's exclusive to my email list. So I don't advertise it on social media. I don't put, you know, any big banner on my store or anything like that. What I do is Each morning, the first week in January, I will send out an email to my list with the day's deal. And it's a deal that's good for 24 hours. This is the only sale or promotional event, if you will, that I do all year outside of the four TBT quarterly site-wide sales. And these are my biggest discounts of the year. So be sure you are, one, on my list, and two, you check your email each day starting January 1st so you don't miss these epic daily deals. And again, thank you for all of your support of the Secondary Science Simplified podcast. I will see you in 2023. All right, teacher friends, that wraps up today's episode. If you're looking for an easy way to start simplifying your life as a secondary science teacher, head to com slash challenge to grab your classroom reset challenge. And guess what? It's totally free. Thanks so much for tuning in and I'll see you here next week. Until then, I'll be rooting for you, teacher friend.